Welcome to Everyday Joys with Denise Dykstra. This month, we're going through the entire Advent devotional that my church, North Point Church in Plainwell, asked me to write this summer. So every day, I'll be bringing you a new Advent devotional that I wrote, and I'm going to follow that with kind of a behind-the-scenes story. So stay tuned every day this month. If you want more information, look at the links below this episode. Let's get started. Day 15, Psalm 80, 1 through 7. Listen, shepherd of Israel, who leads Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned between the cherubim, shine on Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Rally your power and come to save us. Restore us, God. Make your face shine on us so that we may be saved. Lord God of armies, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You fed them the bread of tears and gave them a full measure of tears to drink. You put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies mock us. Restore us, God of armies. Make your face shine on us so that we may be saved. Psalm 80, 1 through 7. Day 15. On Friday nights, my dad teaches a Bible study for the boys, who are nearly all men now in their 20s, at our house. Every Friday, my mom and I feed everyone and we lay the food out on my huge dining room table and then we knit and catch up while my dad leads the guys in a Bible study in our cozy fireplace heated living room downstairs. One particular Friday, there was a spring snowstorm happening and my mom was not handling it well. Denise, my mom shrieked, do you see Sarah's wreath on her door? Call her right now and tell her to take it down. She is why we are getting this snowstorm. I giggled as I dialed my across-the-street neighbor. My mom says you have to take your Christmas wreath off your door, I told her. Sarah burst out laughing. I forgot all about it. Okay. Moments later, Sarah texted me to look out her window at our window at her house. The Christmas wreath was gone, but her husband, Ben, had lit up the whole outside of their home with their Christmas lights. We roared in laughter. The guys down in the living room wondered what on earth was going on, and I started yelling, Quick, look out the window at Ben and Sarah's! And we all laughed so hard. When Ben and Sarah moved in directly across the street from us, we did not know them. I was sad to see the neighbors who did live there move away. When Ben and Sarah moved in, the world stopped for the coronavirus quarantine. Those were dark and hard days the whole world over, and I remember well praying every single afternoon at my east window for God to show up big and help us all. But also in that time, Sarah and I became the best of friends. We laughed that we were forced to become friends because we literally had no one else. We would stand in our driveways and talk for hours. We would wave from windows or flash porch lights and greetings. People remarked how lucky we must be to have worked out having our best friend live across across from each other, assuming we've known each other for forever. We still laugh at this. We weren't even Facebook friends when Ben and Sarah bought their house. Recently, after Sarah and I worked out a meal we both made and had our family share together at their house, Sarah and I left our families and hung out just the two of us at a local restaurant to catch up. 
hours later. I dropped her off in her driveway, and before I began the long journey of backing right up into my own driveway, I stopped her just as she was going to shut my vehicle's door. I didn't think I needed a friend when you moved in, Sarah. I thought I had a strong enough friend group, and I didn't need anyone else. But I'm so glad God knew I needed you and then forced us to become friends. Same, she grinned at me. In that time of history, when we felt we were eating the bread of tears, if we could even find bread in a store, and had us at odds with our neighbors, when we felt our enemies were mocking us and we were begging God to restore us to what we knew before, in the midst of all that, I felt that God did actually turn his face upon me and saved my sanity with who was to become one of my dearest friends. Because only the dearest friends flip on Christmas lights in the midst of a spring snowstorm for you. The world was a mess when Jesus was born too. The world was a mess when the writer of the psalm was written. The world was a mess when my new neighbors moved in. And in it all, God heard all the cries of his people, and he moved in a way that they were not looking for, not expecting, and yet it fully saved and restored, just as he promised. And he will do it again. Prayer. God, please restore us. Please shine your face upon us so we can be saved from whatever battle we are in the midst of. Help us to look for you expectantly to show up and shine on us, even in the darkest of days. Amen. Today's devotional was like so fun to write because that was such a funny day. Um, my mom is not usually that bossy, but oh my word, you know what it's like when you're just finally feeling like it's going to be spring and then it snows again and you're just, anyway, we have so much fun. Um, Sarah and I don't actually get to see each other very much anymore. In fact, we were, I was going to have her come on and be a guest for this episode and we've been texting each other and she's like, I'm about to jump in the shower. And I'm like, I just got out of the shower and I'm going to be fully honest with you. It is 1.30 in the afternoon. That is what our lives have been like. And it's just hard. It's hard with all the things for us to get together, which further explains why we had to feed our entire family that day. And then we went to a restaurant and we literally closed it down. I mean, we completely did. Sarah and I also work at Brookside Farms here in Martin, which is a blueberry farm with Carly. That was a fluke. Who knew that was going to happen? <laughs> God, God knew it was all going to happen. And she has been one of my dearest friends, one of my most unexpected dearest friends. And in all honesty, when she, she Facebook friend requested me with a message that said, so, um, we're going to be moving in across the street from you. So I thought I would say hello and we should be Facebook friends. And I was working at school at that time. And I had some friends there who I was like, does anyone know this Sarah? Like, is she crazy? What do I need to know about her? Because I just had no idea who she was. Um, and Ben and Sarah come over and we have campfire parties. We call them back porch parties. Um, we sit around and, and way late in the night 
Uh, we both have this love of popcorn. In fact, I'm going to Shipsy tomorrow and I have to buy her popcorn, which is fine because I always have to buy myself popcorn. Um, she has been one of the best gifts to me. And when we think about how our friendship was formed, that was one of the worst times in our history. We will talk about that for forever. The shutdown and how we were all sequestered to our homes. And we, she moved in and the day she moved in was like the last day even the real estate agents were open. And she asked me to take a picture of her and her husband in in their front door. I didn't know who she was. She gave me her phone number so I could text it so we weren't touching each other's phones. You know how it was. Um, I'd never met her kids at that point because um, her kids were... Um, they couldn't come to the house. That was the law then. You couldn't go through a house with anybody else, just only two people in the realtor. It was just crazy. It was all crazy times, as you well remember. And But that's the circumstance in which she moved in. And so she moved in and she had no one. And I was across the street and I had no one. And we just, like, it, our bond formed so quickly. Uh, she brought me over a peanut butter pie for Easter and she stood on my front porch and I think we talked to each other for a solid hour and we liked each other by that point. Um, but that Easter was like for sure the moment where I'm like, not only will she stand on my front porch, but she brought me peanut butter pie. Like this is going to work out for forever. And we have the best times together. Um, we have Snapchat, Facebook, sometimes we email and text messages going all the time. She has her own text sound on my phone. So if she calls me or texts me, like everyone knows, oh, what's your neighbor got to say? We, I can't tell you what a gift that family is to me. And it's so crazy because I didn't even know I needed them. Like seriously, I'll say things to God, like, God, do I really have to be invested in somebody? I just don't think I have it in me. You're going to have to make it real clear. Well, God made it real, real clear with Sarah. And I'm incredibly thankful for her. And I got thinking about that scripture. I actually, that Psalm 80 is just a really dear passage to me anyway. Um, Psalm 80 is just real special to my heart. And I was... I was, I wrote that out and I thought of so many different things. But when I was thinking about the bread of tears and drinking the tears and how long will you forget us, God, I instantly thought of how God did shine his face upon us and Sarah in this friendship that we have. And I'm incredibly grateful for that and how God worked that out in a tiny detail. And I've told you before in these devotions like I like to tell God how he can work things out. I would have never picked this. I never even knew I needed this. And it shows again how God orchestrates things in your life all the time. And when we look for them, we see them. So I just had to share that little tidbit. And um, I'm actually looking at Sarah's house right now, like missing her so much. Uh, Part of me misses those driveway conversations and the flashing of the 
of the porch light. So she knew she needed to go back home. Oh my gosh. We have so many stories and I am so thankful that God gifted that to us. And that's all I have for today. I'm going to record the video later today because I want to get a picture of Sarah and Ben's uh, Christmas lights. I meant to do it last night, but yesterday was an insane day and I did not. So uh, they promised me that tonight's light show on their house is going to be great. And I want to add that to the end of the video. So I'll post this today's devotional video later in the evening. And that wraps up today's Advent devotional. If you want to learn more, just visit my website at denisedykstra.net. That's D-E-N-I-S-E-D-Y-K-S-T-R-A dot N-E-T. Denisedykstra.net. Thanks.